0: Midnight, brought to you at 5:30 every Tuesday and Thursday by the makers of Ovaltine, the world's largest selling supplementary food drink. Ovaltine offers better nutrition for better health, keener vitality, and sound restful sleep. Now on with a new half-hour action-packed adventure, The Flying Ruby, with Captain Midnight and the Secret Squadron. Today, Chuck is resting on his laurels as a model airplane builder. He's quite a popular young man around Washington, D.C., because his new jet-powered model plane has just broken all existing speed, endurance, and distance records. The ship is a real sleek-looking job. Needle-pointed nose, swept-back wings, his own design. And with it, Chuck walked away with all the honors. A well-known government official awarded him the big silver trophy. Reporters, cameramen, newspaper photographers, all have paid their respects to Chuck's ingenuity. Even at this very moment, Chuck enjoys her home, clipping stories from the day's papers. Hey, look at this picture, Chuck. Well, what about it? Gosh, who are you mad at? Why, well, you look like Frankenstein's monster. I think that's a very good picture of me, Joyce. Gosh, how stern can you look? After all, it isn't every day a young up-and-coming aircraft research engineer gets to shake hands with Senator... <laughs> oh, I'll get it. Hello? Chuck? This is Captain Midnight. Oh, hiya, Captain. Who is it, Chuck? It's yes, Captain Midnight. Chuck, is Joyce there with you? Yes, sir, she's right here. Say, Captain, did you see the papers this afternoon? What a story. You mean the robbery? It's already in the newspapers? No, I mean the story about me. My plane won the International Model Trophy, 144.84 miles per hour. A new speed record as well as distance. My picture's in every paper. Well, Wait I... on a minute, Chuck. Yes, sir? Chuck, I'll look at the papers and your trophy later. Right now we have a job to do. A job? We have to investigate a robbery. Government secrets? No, a jewel theft. Well, isn't that just a routine police job? Not this time, Chuck. The stolen jewel was a crown ruby worth over $100,000. $100,000? Yes, and it belongs to a very important foreign emissary's wife. Unless the ruby is found soon, serious international complications may result. That's serious, huh? I'm afraid so, Chuck. Major Steele has assigned us to investigate. Well, where do we start? The jewel was stolen just a few hours ago during a long party at the Eddingham Mansion up on Skyview Road. Well, that's only a few miles from here. Right. So, you and Joyce get ready. Iggy and I will drive by in about 20 minutes to pick you up. We are practically ready, Captain. Good. On the surface, this looks like a routine case, but they're usually the ones that turn out to be the toughest, and sometimes the most dangerous. <laughs> Do we have any clues to go on? None at all, Joyce. All we know is that the ruby was stolen. Can you imagine? A hunk of red colored glass being worth over a hundred grand? Well, oh, remember, Icky, it's a crown jewel. Boy, if I had that money, you know what I'd do? Ah, oh, don't tell me, Icky. You'd open a hamburger stand. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> the biggest investment best in the world. Flashing lights, pretty waitresses, and free hamburgers, giant size. Oh, creepers, how'd you ever make any money if you didn't charge for your hamburgers? Oh, i charged charge 50 cents for a cup of coffee. Oh. Say, <laughs> hey, what's the matter with Chuck? We haven't heard a word out of him. Oh, he's probably worrying about enemy agents stealing his latest airplane design. No, I locked the plane in the workshop as soon as we got home from the Model Air meet. Is safe and sound, then? Sure. I was just looking at that, that ship flying off to the left there. Where? Just above those trees. Oh, I see it. Say, he must be pretty high up. The ship looks so small. Well, that's not a real plane, Joyce. It isn't. Oh, that's one of those model thingamajigs like chuck bells. Somebody else around here has the same hobby as you, Chuck. Yeah, it is a model. at that. wonder who's flying. Oh, he's coming closer. Looks like it's going to land in that field. Gee, my knee, I'd have sworn that was a real ship. Just look at the way it's swooping down over the field. It's turning. Look! What, Chuck? Captain, stop the car. Why, Chuck? What's the matter? That's my plane. Your plane. Chuck, it couldn't be. But it is, yours. Are you sure, Chuck? Same design, same numbers on the wing. I know it's my plane. Oh, it couldn't be, Chuck. You locked your model in the workshop this morning. Somebody must have broken in and taken it, Joyce. Chuck, are you positive that's your new jet model? Absolutely, Captain. Stop the car and I'll show you. All right, Chuck, if you're positive. But remember, we have an important assignment to work on, so let's not waste time. Uh, fine thing. We go looking for a ruby which somebody swiped, and we find an airplane which somebody swiped. <laughs> close. Yeah, it's just landed. I don't see anyone around here. Who could be flying the ship, Chuck? And don't forget, that the plane broke all distance records. Oh, what's that got to do? Someone with... could have lost it from our house, or from any place else, for that matter. Yeah, and come on down here to pick it up. That's right, Icky. Yes, and it doesn't look as though we'll have to wait very long to find out who that someone is. Look over there. Oh, a car. racing across the field. Oh. Almost there. Tim, there's the plane right over here. Thank goodness it's landed in that tall grass. I'll go over and get the ship. We'll wait here and form a reception committee for our friend in that car. Oh, jeepers, look at him drive over those bumps. Well, he's in a hurry, all right. Kevin, there's two guys in that car. Hmm. So I see, Eddie. We might have a little trouble here. Is, the plane... Is it okay, Chuck? As far as I can see, there's no damage. Chuck, you're positive now that's your plane. It's not an exact duplicate. I have the name stenciled on it, Captain. You see, right here. Hey, kid. What do you think you're doing with that plane? Yeah, go on home and play with your own toy. This is my plane. Get him, Mac. He says it's his airplane. Yeah, come on, hand it over, kid, before you get in trouble. Well, where'd you get this model? Mac, the little girl's asking questions, which ain't none of her business. Yeah, it's a shame we don't have time to answer. You stole this plane from my workshop. We don't steal nothing. You just made a mistake, kid. Come on, now, give. I can prove this is my plane. It has my name on it. Well, suppose you hand it over before I change your name. Just a minute, you two. Why are you so anxious to get your hands on this plane? Hey, Mac, look. Big boy talks. Yeah. He asks questions, too. You two obviously stole this model airplane from my young friend's workshop. Then they send people to jail for that. Listen to him, Mac. Yeah, we don't have time to listen, Joe. Now, let's have that plane. Or do we have to get rough? Uh, you'll have to take it from us, mister, if you think you can. Well, what do you know? The ape talks, too. Why, you... Hold it! Easy does it, tough guy. You ain't swinging no more at nobody, see? Hold on, Mickey. They're armed. We right. sure are. That's using your head, sick boy. Now, tell the kid to hand over the plane. It looks as though you'll have to give them the plane, Chuck. For the time being. Huh. Listen to the big talk. What, Captain? Better do as the Captain says, Chuck. They got us covered. Hey. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, what's this stuff? Captain. Who are you? I'm Captain Midnight. Captain Midnight, eh? Huh? In the secret squadron? That's right. <laughs> well, isn't it just too bad we got no secrets to tell you. <laughs> shut up, Joe. I don't like this. What do you mean you don't like it? Just what I said. Oh, forget it. Let's grab the plane and beat it. Who cares who he is? We're all members of the secret squadron. And you can bet your lives we'll have that plane back and both of you behind bars within 24 hours. it's yeah, that's a laugh. Pushing jokers around is our business. Yeah? And you're headed for bankruptcy. Oh, I player. told you to shut up, Joe. Maybe we ought to do a little more thinking. What's the matter? You getting scared of these mugs? Put down that gun and I'll squeeze you in a jelly glass. All right, all right. Listen, all of you. me going to move back about ten feet to do a little, a little talking, see? What do you mean, talk? You heard me, Joe, and I get moving. All right, don't get mad. Don't get mad. Now, look, don't try to move any of you. We're still keeping an eye on you, understand? Yeah, we understand. Hey, Mac, what is this? Now, wait till we get out of your oh, shots. You now, wait, will you? It's bad oh, enough to take a joke's money. All right. What is it? Now, listen, Joe. This setup, well, it don't look as simple as the big boss planned it. What are you talking about? We take the plane, we collect half the dough. Yeah, that's just it. We do the dirty work and he gets half the profits. I'm just wondering if running to run into this midnight might have been a plans he didn't tell us about. You mean a double-cross? Yeah. Hey, Joe, are you thinking what I'm thinking? That plane's worth a lot of dough to us, Mac. We wouldn't have to split no 50-50 except between you and me. Yeah, we could clear out tonight. Yeah. Hey, we might even tip off the cops about the boss. Yeah, hey, yeah, that's a hot one, Joe. Come on, let's shake this midnighters game. Yeah, yeah, but what about the plane? You gonna toss a hundred grand out the window? Are you shut up! You wanted to hear you. All right, darling. listen. We swiped it once, didn't we? Well, we're gonna swipe it again. I got a plan. Yeah. Now get this. We go back and tell them. <laughs> Now, listen, kid, uh, Joe and me decided we don't want your plane. Yeah, yeah, you can have it. Well, that's nice of you to let me keep my own plane. That still doesn't absolve you of attempted armed robbery. And hey, now, look, midnight, we don't want no trouble. We told you to keep the plane. We was only having a little fun flying the thing. We didn't mean no harm. Besides, what do we want with a toy plane? We're going to get tickets in a real one tonight. Go on, keep the thing, kid. We'll scram out of here real fast, like. And don't try to follow us. Yeah, yeah, that might not be so healthy. Well, of all the things, we ought to... No, don't mind, Joyce. I got my plane back. That's the important thing. You're just having fun flying your ship. I don't exactly care for their idea of fun, especially while playing with thirty-eight caliber automatics. We're going to do a little checking on those two right after we finish this robbery case. Somehow, Captain, I got a kind of feeling about all this. What's that, Icky? I got a feeling that we're going to run into those two birds again. Soon. I hope you're right. It'll save us time looking for them. But come on now, we better get back to the car. We still have a date to look for a missing crown ruby at the Eddingham Mansion. Oh, Gene, the knee, I forgot all about that. Here, Chuck, let me help you with the plane. Right. Let's go, Captain. Yes, sir. I got a funny feeling that the next time we bump into those mugs, they're not going to be so friendly. In a moment, we'll bring you the rest of this exciting, thrill-packed adventure. But first... If you listen to our program the last few nights, you've heard us talking about a supplementary food and explaining what a supplementary food like Ovaltine really is and what it does. But here's something interesting. We would not have to explain all this to a farmer. Every farmer in this country knows what a supplementary food is, why he has to feed it, and what happens when he doesn't feed it to his animals. You read in the papers about how a farmer feeds eight or ten bushels of corn to a pig to make 100 pounds of pork. But every farmer knows that this is not true. He has to mix a supplementary food with the corn, or the pig would never develop properly. Every farmer knows that you have to give supplementary food to a cow if you're going to get a good quantity of milk. You have to feed supplementary food to chickens if you want them to lay eggs in the wintertime. But it is only lately, and I repeat, that it's only in the last few years that the public generally has really wakened to the fact that lots of human beings can benefit from supplementary foods, too, if they're going to be up to par, be on their toes, feel right, and be right. There are millions of people who need more than their everyday diet, just as the pig needs something besides corn. Now, this may be a funny way of talking about this whole topic, and I don't want to compare you good people with pigs, but there are many people in this country who are underweight, under par, listless, nervous, and sometimes just plain cranky because there's something missing in their diet. Now, that's why a great many people report fine response when they take Ovaltine regularly. Ovaltine is a supplementary food for human beings. It contains a very wide range of vitamins, minerals, and other food essential elements. Now, some of these you only need just a smidge. But if you don't get it, it can show up in a lot of different ways. And so, if you have somebody in your family who's listless, nervous, underweight, under par, or gets tired too easily, try out this modern idea of giving a supplementary food like Ovaltine twice a day. And now, back to Captain Midnight and the Flying Ruby. When we left the members of the secret squadron, Icky was saying... Yes, sir. I got a funny feeling that the next time we bump into those mugs, they're not gonna be so friendly. is it? The Edingham Mansion, owned by Cyrus J. Edingham III. Loop and loose. Would you get a load of that place? Gee, I've never seen such a beautiful estate. Hey, some dump. Oh, icky. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a real classy joint. That's what I mean. Well, here we are. Hop out. I see the police are here in full force. I wonder if they found out anything yet. We'll know in a minute, Joyce. What do you want us to do, Captain? Chuck, you and Joyce come with me. Oh, icky. Uh, right here, Captain. Icky, I want you to look around the grounds. See if you can spot anything unusual, and especially keep a sharp eye out around this parking area. Yeah, right. See if any of the guests try to leave. Don't worry, Captain. They won't get by all like a button Good. We'll be back as soon as we can. And be sure nobody steals my plane again. Wow. I like to own a place like this. Oh, gosh, what in the world would you do with all this thing? I'd build model airplanes in every room. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you two, let's get serious now. Here, I'll ring the doorbell. Uh, I wonder if anyone's home. George, someone's coming. Good afternoon. Did you ring, sir? Yes, I'm Captain Midnight. Oh, yes, sir. A member of the constabulary said to expect you. Won't you come in, please? Thank you. After you, Joyce. Thank you. Uh, Rise right this way, sir. I'll take you to Mr. Illiam. Who's Mr. Illiam? He, sir, is uh, Mr. Eddington's new confidential and social secretary. Where are all the guests? Of the uh, potio being interviewed by the uh, police. A constabulary. Uh, yes, of course. Here's Mr. Illiam's office. Who <laughs> is it? Oh, Mr. the Captain Midnight is here to see you. Oh, come in, Captain, come in. I was expecting you long before this. That'll be our window, just so. I'm Thomas Ellium, Mr. Eddingham secretary. Glad well, to know you, William. My two assistants, Joyce Ryan How and Chuck do? Ramsey. How you How do? do? Ramsey? Right. Uh. Here, uh, won't you sit down, Captain? Thanks, right. young lady. Here's a chair for you. Thank you. I'll sit over here by the window. Uh, what can you tell us about the theft of the crown ruby, Mister William? Well, actually, very little, Captain. The Countess was wearing this ruby clip on her gown when she arrived. Two hours later, she noticed it was gone. A clip? Oh, gosh! A clip is so easy to steal. Why, it's a pickpocket's dream. I see. Do you have a list of your guests, Mister William? Oh, uh, certainly. Here you are. Thanks. What a talk for these people! Gee, on me! It's too bad we can't find the ruby as easily as we found Chuck's plane. Plane? I don't quite understand. Our two thugs who called themselves Joe and Mac tried to steal my latest design model airplane. They'd already stolen it, but we caught them flying it around, and we beat them to the plane right after it landed. I I see. Then they never got their hands on the ship again, eh? Oh, no. They even ran away from us after they found out who Captain Midnight was. Well, that was indeed lucky, wasn't it? Uh, Tell me... uh... Getting back to the ruby, Mr. Illiam... Just one more question, Captain. Uh, Tell me, Chuck, what kind of plane was this ship? Oh, it was a twin-engine, jet-powered model. The wings were swept back, needle-pointed nose like the new XP-90. Uh The stabilizers... (laughs) Chuck, I don't think we should be boring, Mr. Illiam, with the details of your model. When we're here to help locate a stolen crown jewel worth over $100,000. Oh, on the contrary, Captain, I'm very much interested... You see, I'm a model airplane enthusiast myself. Well, we can talk about model airplane building later. Right now, I want to hear what the Countess and Mr. Eddingham's guests have to say about the missing ruby. Where did you say this plane is now, Chuck? Uh, it's outside in the car. Well, I'd like very much to see it. I'm going out to the patio, Chuck. Are you coming? Uh, yes, sir. Right with you, Captain. Well, uh, if you'll excuse me, Captain, I have a matter to attend to for Mr. Eddingham. Uh, very important. I'll join you later on the patio. I would like to have you come with us, Mr. Iliam. Oh? You know these people. You can introduce us. Well, really, Captain, I, I must take care of this errand first. You Listen, see... And wait, Mr. William. We're going to join the others on the patio. And you're coming with us right now. oh Here comes the captain with Mr. Ilium.